Hello, this is Andrew Kaler talking to you uh, posthumously or uh, after the episode of the podcast you're about to listen to has already been recorded. Um, When we recorded the episode, we didn't realize on this app you get 59 minutes and 59 seconds for an actually really conveniently ended right about that mark. Um, But I just wanted to highlight... Uh, what my intention was for the podcast, which is basically just to record conversations with friends. Um, In this discussion, Fern and I talk about things ranging between living in China, teaching in China, mental health, um, our upbringing, um, some swear words are thrown out, you know, just your your typical four-letter words nothing nothing too egregious but you know your your typical swears just as a trigger warning other than that i don't think anything is too um necessary of warning but i just wanted to predicate the uh interview conversation recording whatever you want to call it uh by just stating my overall intention which is just that My goal with this podcast is just to record conversations with my friends to have them for future posterity. So, unless Fern, you want to add anything? Nothing, man. This is 24 hours later, so we've we've had some time to think about it. But ultimately, there's really not that much to say. Uh, So without further ado, uh, here's the first ever episode of Andrew Kaler Recordings. Hello, this is Andrew Kaler. I am recording a podcast with Anthony Welch. I think this might be our fourth attempt. Number four. Not even, like, recently. Like, literally, probably, like, three attempts over the past three years. Like, maybe even a farther stretch. Number four. Unplanned, unintentioned. Fern's just been busting my balls, and this is more me testing out the... Uh, the app than anything else but so here we are it is 1 10 a.m in the morning january something something 26 now we're past that 28 28 mm-hmm. so fern for the listeners who don't know who you are who are you what are you doing here i am anthony I've been here in Shanghai for the last year and a half, but I was born and raised in Ocala, Florida. Uh, that is where I learned how to run. Before I learned how to walk, I learned how to swim. I learned how to cook. Um, here I am in China. Putting I thought you all were these things. I thought, you, I thought you were gonna like follow like the cause you were like you were like I learned how to run before I learned how to walk. I lost it. I learned how to swim before I learned how to speak or like something <laughs> like that. Like just like you can say that I learned how to I mean, swim you, you, before you, I learned how to speak. I can't say it. I don't. I wasn't there. Uh, <laughs> ask my mom. She's back home. But uh, yeah, now I'm putting all these tools to use. So <laughs> the speaking and the swimming. The speaking and the swimming and. Uh, the learning more so, but yeah, I'm putting it all to use. Actually, so one of the things I was thinking for the podcast, this was like an idea I had, like, sometimes, like, when I'm trying to go to sleep, 
like I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm trying to go back to sleep, I'll just come up with like really dumb ideas. Mm-hmm. Like just to kind of try to like lull my mind to sleep. So I started keeping track of them. Um, and so I kind of wanted to like pitch them as like advertisements. Mm-hmm. So like, like today's sponsor. See, like, these just sound so random to me now, even looking at them. It, Go for it. They, okay. They help you sleep. So, today's podcast is sponsored by Radical Change. Have you ever wished that you had a plant and an animal without the responsibility of either? Well, now you've got both. This is a plant that acts like an animal. Let's say you want a radish that acts like a fish, or a cucumber that acts like a dog. Either way, if you want to put it in the fridge, forget it exists, or eat it later, don't worry about people being mad about it. (laughs) Radical Change. Sponsored by Radical Change. It's funny, because I actually... I actually used to listen to a podcast. When we lived together in Florida, I listened to... Oh, wait, shit, I fucked it up. How? Sorry, I want to go back. Uh, So, sorry, sorry. Let me me finish the point. No, no, no. Okay. So, so initially, these were two separate ideas. I messed it up. (laughs) Plants that act like animals was it... was it like a mess up, but go ahead. Plants that act like animals was its own thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Radical change was... I didn't understand this. Radical change was, was... pocket change collected by surfers so these guys go surfing and they they collect coins out of the ocean and they give it to you it's called radical change anyway sponsored by radical change sponsored back to the show uh when we were living back in florida i found this uh, podcast that was just this guy who would ramble he would tell a dream and the dream or not a dream he would tell a story that would last like 30 minutes and it would be like, hey, do you need some pocket change? Well, how about you walk to the store and go find your mom and then maybe you run into an elephant man and, mm. you know, just like this story that made no sense and yeah. it's impossible for you to follow. And before you know it, you're asleep. Like I never heard the end of his story. It's actually, if I, if I tell a nap time story, that's that's usually my route. So. That's like pretty much like my thought. Pro- like when I wake up in the middle of the night, I can't fall back asleep. I mm. just think like, not even like a story necessarily, just like nonsense. Yeah. Just like, you know, some people are like, they're like, oh my, oh, this thing I did five years ago. I'm just like, so if I take the purple snake <laughs> and then seven, seven, three pizza with the wings, mm-hmm. with the wings. And then I double loop it, and then, you know, I'm asleep, like, next thing I know. Sponsored to you by Rice Wine. Ooh, yeah. Fern and I are topping off some rice wine bought, uh, like, almost a month ago. Yeah. In Lyon. I mean, it tastes as fresh as the day it was made. Tastes like last time. Yeah, who knows? It's got a vinegary tinge to it. It really does. Anyways, what are we talking about today? So, I... Why do you have me here? I had a list. I just have a, a long list. It's probably like over 15 questions of things I could just ask people and bounce the conversations off of. G- give me a number. Give me a number 1 through 15. 3. Okay. What is the biggest problem in the world? Oh, yeah, you really... Sorry. All right. That's on you. There's a television screen in front of us, and the, the first picture was 
300 guys, I'm guessing 300, oh. but the first picture was men at war. I didn't, you know, it was an old picture. I, I don't think women were serving at that time. It was very old. But then the second picture is Mel- Melting still, ice caps. Yeah, melting and ice caps. And the third caps. picture is also melting ice caps. The third picture, so... And there's so and the many, fourth picture, right? now also melting ice caps. Okay, let's go with global warming. <laughs> it's the biggest issue in the world, is that your question? Uh, what's the biggest problem in the world? Yeah. Problem issue, I don't know if there's a difference. The one we need to change the quickest, yeah. Like, sure. we, if we want time to fix everything else, we need to be able to live here, so... Yeah, fair enough. Okay. Do you have Pick- a follow-up? Do you, um, do you have any... I I saw a tweet by um Science Mike, you know, mm-hmm. Mike McCarg. Yeah. And he was like I like Science Mike. I do too. He's he seems like a really nice guy. Um he was saying like he personally feels a lot of like anxiety and like hopelessness because of global warming. Mhm. And like the overall like just general lack of response to covid basically just took any belief he had that we could handle global warming yeah because like global warming is such like an abstract like global concept Mm -hmm. and covid is like even though like it is a global thing it's like if you just handle your shit in your community you'll be all right yeah global warming is not really that way it's like well if you guys all just recycle then the the ice caps aren't gonna (laughs) mess with you but which one is more or less abstract he was saying global warming is, like, more abstract. Because it's, like, it's not just, like, if we all recycle, it'll be fine. It's, yeah. like, we have to, like, reduce emissions. But not even just, like, reduce emissions. Reduce emissions in certain places. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> obviously, you know, India can't just rebuild with solar panels the way that America can. But America rebuilding with so- solar panels would help India not need to do it as much. Like, mm. so it's it's just so like abstract like india's response to covid doesn't really affect our response to covid in china or america yeah but yeah that was basically what he was saying does somebody need to build solar panels for india to make it easier well so see like that's that so um you know i can't speak to that specifically but so like in nepal mm-hmm. um we were they showed us this like huge power plant that mm-hmm. was like decrepit and like decaying yeah and they they i forget what year it was but like it was a couple decades ago the swiss came in and they were like listen we are going to pay to create this power facility for you and we're going to use all local workers like swiss engineers local workers we're going to build you this power plant like to provide you this power people just stop showing up to work and so the power plant just like never got done because the nepali people were just like nah whatever why did the swiss people do that just because because you know like nepal is like their number one export is foreign aid like the number one way they make money is people coming in to help them Mm -hmm. because like it's you know buddha's from there so like there's just people just want to help yeah and but they kind of just don't care Mm because like they believe in like reincarnation or everything so it's just they were like they just kind of stopped showing up to rebuild this facility. So, like... What I, if it's your turn to reincarnate and there's no world to reincarnate? <laughs> well, what if you reincarnate and you're just empty space? That's kind of that incarnation's problem, though, right? Like, in the abstract. We're going to ruin reincarnation? I mean, well... Is that what's going to happen? I mean, shoot, man. It's not, I don't know what they're doing. I'm, I'm not on it. I don't know what they're thinking. Yeah. But... Well... I 
That sucks, because as you started that story, I really wanted to think that... It was going a good way? Yeah, I really did. Uh, I wanted to see somebody help someone else out, you know, like someone... Uh, you know, I guess like pass them the stool so they can reach the, the no, it's it's definitely like one of from the tree sort of thing. It's very much just like here's some straight up, it's not even like straight up charity, mm-hmm. it's like let us give you the tools mm-hmm. to build, and it's not even just like we're gonna do this for you, it's like let's come alongside and work together. And they were just like, cool, 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 nah, yeah. like because they're just like, whatever, whatevs. I never wish for an ideal world, but like, I love when I feel find or hear an ideal situation mm. work out and mm. you kind of put a bummer on my night but that's okay <laughs> um maybe maybe the second second most important thing that i think you know is happening in the world and only because it interacts with like global warming and it interacts with covid uh it interacts with so many things around the world is how people manage and handle their mental health, I guess. Uh, well, can I pause you for one second? Just, like, not one second, but, like, four? Can I Can I first... I, I, I want to add on to what you're saying. Okay, I don't, Not ahead. even add on. I, like, go ahead, when go people ahead. say, like, what do you think the biggest problem is, I just yeah. think, like, correctly addressing mental health. Mm-hmm. That's my thing, so... That is your biggest That's thing? my number one thing, oh. and it has been for a while, but okay. go ahead. Um, just because I think addressing that... Um, I don't know. It it pushes out in other outlets, you know, because it's. I can't remember what I I had this conversation earlier today, and um, this person was trying to. She was like trying to tell me why, mental health wasn't that important, you know. Mm. Uh, she she looked at like race is just something people say. She looked mm. at, um, women's rights is just something people talk about. Like kind of just a get out of something kind of card you know like sure a way that people can avoid uh personal responsibility yeah personal responsibility or like being punished at work or something like that like Mm -hmm. she just did not understand why somebody would go to a therapist and have this sort of conversation and i don't know she got me she hit me in like a very passionate spot because i i was trying to explain her like I don't know. Maybe that's the biggest thing in their life. Maybe that's the one area where they cannot seem to move forward, I guess. But I don't know. I think for someone who who feels like they're in a corner, who feels like they're in a tight spot, um, if they have an outlet or a way where they can process, see themselves past the, I don't know, the mental block. I don't really Hmm. know what it is, but for me, I just see it as like a mental block. If they have the opportunity to see them past that mental block, you know, that frees them up so much more to think about how to be a better neighbor. Sure. Uh, how to be a better better friend. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I, think, I think there is, like, obviously, if we're going to, like, if world peace is going to be achieved, individuals have to deal with themselves. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Um, and I think, I think, you know, meditation, like self-contemplation is a huge part of that mm-hmm. um i was just listening to this video the other day you know, you know jordan peterson his whole thing is like clean your room like clean your room before you tell the world how to behave blah blah, blah. yeah and the video is just basically saying like um like that's great um but like let's just use like the civil rights movement in america as an example like if you told mlk like yeah just clean your room 
like before trying to like change things in America. Yeah. Like, did MLK really need to make his bed before he like went out there and like marched on Selma? Like, obviously, it's a bit of both. Like, people do have to get themselves straight, but also part of getting yourself straight is living in the reality that you live in. Yeah. And that does actually require you to point out what's wrong in the system. Yeah. Because you you can fix everything about yourself. You can, you know what I mean? You can be the most fit mentally, physically, spiritually person you can be and the world's still against you. Yeah. And so, and so I, I think that's why you and I would both agree like mental health is like such a big thing to touch on. Mm. And I think it's also why a lot of people are so resistant to it because in the same way, nobody wants, or not nobody, but the people in power don't want to be perceived as weak. Yeah. And mental health is not treated the same way as like a physical illness. Yeah. If you break your leg, it's not the same thing as having depression, even though both of it is your body. I see it as, it's really just another muscle. Like, uh, I mean, it's literally a muscle. Yeah. Okay. It's literally (laughs) a muscle. But it's not one where you can feel uh, maybe the strain's different. Like, right. if if you're lifting 200 pounds, uh, you know, you feel that strain. And I, I don't know if that strain equates to, like, mental stress or if that is, or if it equates to the moment of, like, self-realization and you overcoming something that's bothered you for a bit. Um, I don't know how that equates, but I think when people get a chance to realize, like, okay, I've challenged myself, and uh, I want to give an example, but I suck at giving an example. Uh, yeah, okay, let's just use saying no as an example. Mm. You know, it's hard for some people to say no, but sure. uh, that mental stress of having to tell someone no, maybe it's your parents, maybe it's a, a colleague, maybe it's a, your significant other. Um, that is like the pumping iron and defining mm. the terms for yourself. Totally. Which is so, damn it, I wish when it I, wasn't difficult. <laughs> well, I would, I would say even, even before you think about other people, the way you interact with other people, mm-hmm. even just engaging with your own emotions. Yeah. You know, like, why am I angry? Mm. Why am I sad? Why do, even, even before you say no to somebody, why do you want to say no to somebody? Mm-hmm. Um, or, or why do you feel guilt about saying no to somebody? Yeah. Because ultimately, like, I feel like, um, not to say like I'm reasonable all the time, but some, like, sometimes somebody's like, can, I, can you do this for me? And I'm like, no, because it's realistically, logistically, I cannot. Yeah. And I still feel this guilt. And I'm like, why do I feel this guilt? Like I'm, I'm. I thought about it. They're not mad at me. Mm-hmm. I'm just mad about. It. I'm not even mad. I'm like I'm just disappointed in myself because I hold myself to this kind of standard. Yeah. Even though I would like to think I hold myself to a realistic standard, there's still this like resentment towards mm-hmm. myself. Why do you have that resentment? I'm. I'm saying that's that. That's something we have to engage with, mm-hmm. or I've had to engage with personally. Like, yeah. why do I feel bad about this? Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's funny, like, we were we were just saying, like, um, depression isn't looked at the same way as, like, breaking your leg. Yeah. But it's, like, literally, I don't know how it is in other countries, but, like, in America, the healthcare system, mental health is, like, not included in, like, your physical health. Yeah. Which is weird, you know what I mean, because your brain is part of your body. Hmm. But, like, for me, like, even weirder, like, less in, like, a spiritual sense, but just in, like, a straight-up literal sense... Is that like, um, 
like your teeth aren't included. You know what I mean? That's odd. Right? But also Because like some like, like some people, mm-hmm. some people are like depression doesn't exist, mm-hmm. which like they're wrong, but like obviously it's like a little bit harder to prove it. But then saying like I broke my toe and I have a cavity are like just no one's going to argue about it. Yeah. But it's like why are your teeth not included in your medical plan? <laughs> it's it's just weird. I remember growing up like that was that for whatever reason like going to the dentist was something that would pop up at least once a year mm-hmm. in the classroom. And for whatever reason there was that one kid who would willingly admit like, "Oh, I haven't been to the dentist and like sure. so many years or I've never been to the dentist." And they'd get flamed. Sure. But also like maybe their parents just can't afford it. Well, yeah, it's I mean like it's basically it like the way it's medically set up is kind of treated as a luxury. Yeah. Like, like if, if, if you have a job and they give you insurance, like, mm-hmm. you're required to put money into your insurance plan. Yeah. Right? Like, very few jobs, like, mandate that you put money into your your dentistry plan. Yeah. In the U.S., like, my last three jobs, it was optional. Yeah. Like, I mean, because I'm, I just turned 26, like, because I'm young enough to still be on my, my mom's insurance, like. I was fortunate for that, you know, mm. but like anybody who has to rely on it. Uh, I mean, like, and you need, you need stuff. your teeth. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, you need your teeth. Like, it's just so weird. Cause like, they're literally bones, like they're bones in your body. Why are they not treated the same way? I don't know. Like, uh, like, I, like, I feel like mental health is at least. Why is mental health not treated the same way? I'm saying it, like mental health. I'm not just, I'm not saying it's correct. I'm just mm-hmm. saying mental health is at least kind of like confusing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like you can't, like, if you break your leg, somebody's like, oh, their leg is literally broken. Yeah. Or if, like, somebody's tooth falls out, they're like, oh, their tooth fell out. Like, it's obvious. Right. If, well, so, if somebody has schizophrenia, they're like, are they demon-possessed? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you don't break your leg, and they're like, that's demonic possession. But then somebody's, like, speaking in, like, a different voice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. Well, just wondering, like, because you're a teacher as well. Uh, and this is one of those things that I think about a lot. Like, I hope I'm not reaching with my students. I hope I'm not, like, projecting anything onto them. Like, I'm very careful to not uh, assume something's going on, but I I don't want to be oblivious as well if uh, a student has, you know, irregular moods or... Mm. Uh, maybe they're just upset every day. Sure. But like, I, I, I wonder, uh, because we're talking about how it's not, it's not obvious if our student walks in with a cast, like, oh, like on their leg, right, right, right. right. know they broke their leg, but right. if they come in and they have a really hard attitude, they're pressed about something or they're sad, they're going to, right. whatever it is. Um, I, I would say like, even, even just like. Let's say, like, you have, like, a student who kind of, like, walks goofy. Mm-hmm. It's not even, like, we're mental health experts. We're not even, like, physical health experts. Mm-hmm. Like, they might just walk weird. Um, you know what I mean? Like, like some of my students, like, they just, like, walk on their toes. Yeah. And they just, like, like you watch, like, a three-year-old walk around. Mm. Like, they do, like, two, three steps. And yeah. then they do just, like, a little, like, jump or, like, a little, like, hip twist. Yeah. There's nothing physically wrong with them. They're just, like, this is a fun way to walk. Yeah. And, we, I, like, we both kind of work with a lot of elementary kids, like, they're just kind of still having fun with 
basic human movement. Everything they do. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, so like yeah, it, it's it's so hard. And I mean, obviously we're not qualified and also not really required to do it. No. But you were saying you feel some kind of well, I, I obligation or I don't feel an obligation, but um because there's so much like mystery around what mental health is and mm. how to develop it and how to strengthen this this muscle that nobody like really feels being strengthened um well, not nobody but i mean right you know on average people don't you know, on average and here especially yeah um i i know that you know our place just the, the general attitude of bosses and companies here is to not really not really pursue it not let's not ask about somebody's mental sure. health because then we won't have to deal with it we hope that they choose a better lifestyle outside on a topical it. level would be addressed like oh you are you sad are you doing okay and mm-hmm. then you say yes i'm fine and yeah, they're like okay yeah. great i'm fine thank you like if you were like i'm depressed like there's not like a next step no. like but I mean, I've worked in places where they did have a next step, not for the students, but for the teachers. Um, but I do, I, that's just something that I I care about in terms of, you know, not being professional, but being a better educator, being a better neighbor, you know, reaching out to the other and extending, extending a hand that shows love, I guess. Yeah. Um, but I, I was curious about your experience with that. Or do you just make all your students happy? Like most of your, you sound like your classes are all great. Um, <laughs> I mean, like, it's like I'm teaching 35 to 50 kids at a time. So mm-hmm. I really can't ultimately like engage even like a third of them on like an emotional level. Yeah. Um, The other day, this was like one of the last days I was in school before the break. I came into the classroom the Chinese, the, my Chinese co-teacher doesn't speak English at all. Yeah. So when I communicate to her, I communicate through this girl. She's in fourth grade. She's really, she's young. You fourth communicate grade. through the student? Yeah. That's like, that's like, I, I would say that's almost like half the time. That's wild. The teacher, the teacher will say something to the student, the student will say something to me. That's, yeah. that's like, I would say about 50% of the time. That's what goes on. Okay. So I, I come into the classroom and in this particular classroom, there's a little girl who's just like very sweet, very intelligent. Um, and there's this little boy who's just like super hyper, mm-hmm. like just huge personality, but his English is amazing and her English is great. So I come into the classroom and he's like, saying, he's like, Andrew, Andrew, Hey, Hey, what's up, Andrew? How's it going? How's it going? And she's sitting at her desk, just like face, just covered in snot, like tears running down her face, just like, like sobbing. Yeah. Like, just like, uh, like weeping. Right. And so I'm like, I look at, I look at the girl and I'm like, are you okay? And she's just like crying. And the little boy, uh, the little boy is like, he's like, oh, let me go talk to the teacher. So I turn to the little girl and I'm like, are you okay? And I like take her hand and her hand is just like covered in like mucus and snot. And I'm just holding her hand and she just looks at me and she goes, Andrew, today we're going to go play outside on the soccer field so you can just go back t- to the to the teacher's office because you don't need to teach us today cuz we're going to go play on the soccer field and i was like yeah but are you okay yeah <laughs> and she just like waved me away 
And the little boy came over and he's like, yeah, the teacher said you can leave. And I looked at the teacher. She gave me the thumbs up and I was like, all right, guys. Like, and I like, I just like, I just like, like tapped her on the shoulder and I was like, okay, bye. Like, and, and like, that was it. And I saw her last week and she was fine, but it's like, I don't know what the deal was, but you know, it's just kind of stuff like that where it's just like, they're, I mean, they're emotional. It's not like these are not like, they're not hiding their emotions. They're just, no. Hmm. I guess that's, I guess that's the toughness of it. Uh, when you see somebody going through something like knowing like, okay, they know their world better than me. Like, right. Typically true always what am i talking about typically true that's unless it's a close relative that's the case uh or very 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 close friend that's the case like they know their world they know everything that's going on better than you unless they ask for help uh you know should you help Uh, i guess even just like removing like the language context of like that i'm in her country yeah the snot on her hand but I, i had a similar situation recently you know we had a new a uh, local teacher come in and she's never been a teacher before. Uh, but it, it's weird the way that they integrated her into the schedule. She just got the worst bit. Like mm. she ain't that the way it sucks, man. Like none of the kids were ready for her. There was no proper introduction. <laughs> Me knowing like, you know, I can introduce, I can introduce myself in Chinese. I can introduce one person, but I cannot say anything more than like. Ni hao ma. Well, I could say her name is this. Mm. All right, now you say what else you need right, to say. Right, to them, right, right. That's as much <laughs> as I can do. Why did they make me responsible for this? Uh, right. This is not a good changeover. But basically, within two days, she was starting several new classes, and one of the classes she had to go without a partner teacher. Yeah. Um. So she had to teach a new class all by herself. These kids never met her. And I see her freaking out. And, and like, I was, I didn't have another class. I was like, I I can go home. Like, nobody is telling me to stay here. I'm okay to leave. Uh, She did ask me for one favor, just help her with something on the computer. I did that. And then I I got the kids to sit down. Like, like, oh, (laughs) foreigner, what is he saying? Oh, I understand him. He said, sit down. Everyone, sit down, sit down, sit down now. Uh, at least that's what I imagine all the kids are saying. You know, they run around and they're like, sit down, sit down. So hot. No, they get hyped. Yeah, so they sit down and I look at her and I'm like, hey, this is probably the worst day right. you're going to have. Yep. Just take it as what it is yep. and know that next week you're going to have the proper support. I'm sorry, this is what you're going through. And I leave and I'm like, I, I heard the kids as soon as I walked out the door. <gasps> And right. she's yelling in English yeah. and Chinese, sit down, so hot, and they're not listening. Yeah. And, you know, it was going to be the worst day she's ever had. Yeah. And I, I'm not going to lie, I'd rather her have that worst day uh, than... On day one. Yeah, and yeah. have many better days after that. Absolutely. But it's, that's, that's like a rare scenario where I have some idea of let this person go through this on their own. Sure. Because that's, that's never the case, yeah. you know, um, with students. Like, as much as I can communicate with them or strangers or neighbors, like, mm. it is very difficult and hard to navigate uh, what is helping people, showing kindness, offering a hand, and also mm. just minding your business. Right, you know? for sure. Yeah. There, there's, um, there's this 
this episode of The Simpsons, and it's like a meme now, where you know Bart is like the son, and mm-hmm. and he's like, "This is the worst day of my life," and the dad goes, "The worst day of your life so far." Mm. <laughs> and like my siblings and I always joke like that's our mom, and mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of like us as teachers as well. We're we're just like, hey, today is gonna. Today's going to be bad. Mm-hmm. And, like, there are worse days ahead. But, like, if you can do this one, yeah. like, you'll be fine. You'll get by. Like. You'll be all right. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I mean, in terms of your own mental health, uh, how do you deal with the ebbs and flows? Is that kind of, like, just your day-to-day perspective of, like, this day is what it is. If it's bad... It's bad right now. It's better tomorrow, and I have something else better to look forward to. Or, like I like I don't really. I think like for me, I definitely used to have like a like a cycle, like more so of a cycle where it was like I'd be like up 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 up, then down 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 down, mm-hmm. back up 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 up, and I would say like that for the last couple of years that hasn't really been the case. Like like I'll definitely have like moments mm-hmm. where I'm like, ugh, ugh. but. For the, like, I would, I couldn't really tell you, like, the last time I had, like, a bad day. Yeah. Like, I have, like, bad moments, or I have moments where I'm not happy about things. Yeah. And I think, not to say, like, that's completely, maybe I'm just, like, going towards, like, a really big cliff, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, maybe I'm just doing, like, a really long circle around the globe. Mm. Um, And I, I, I've definitely noticed certain topics will, like, bring things up in me, mm-hmm. where I'm just, like oh boy, there was a lot of anger here that I've, like, not necessarily dealt with in a productive way. Yeah. Um, but it definitely used, like, it was definitely, especially, like, in college, I could definitely could notice much more of, like, a very clear cyclical cycle of ups and downs. Yeah. Um, That's strange. Like, our, I mean, we have a schedule now. Yeah. But our schedule is also, like we are determined on a lot more like our students our colleagues like yeah they're relying on us but i guess in college you know we it was mostly just us relying on the lesson relying on the professor are you going to give us homework today cool yeah Uh, because i would say in college things were much more cyclical in a way that i can manage and just understand yeah at least in walking into adulthood and like being more self-sufficient uh, it felt like more curveballs. Not that I didn't get well, curveballs like, in and that that kind of is the absurdity of like the education system, and that like it's supposed to prepare you for adulthood, mm-hmm. but it really doesn't reflect what adulthood looks like. I mean, like literally, we 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 went in the education system for you know however many years, mm-hmm. and now we're teachers. Yeah, and we're still just like this isn't really what life is like. No. Like like we're working in the education system, and we're still like school didn't really prepare us for what this is like like i can't i can't even imagine what it's like for like other kind of people like like non-education workers even mm-hmm. though like i've done work outside of the education system yeah, like yeah. And i can't even imagine growing up inside the chinese education system which is just like work 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 like okay now you're off of school back to like after school education yeah. like forget extracurricular activities like if you're lucky you can play piano like sure. and it's not the fun kind of playing piano no, no, no. <laughs> you're not in like a, a rock band there's a lot of there's a lot of pros i 
whenever uh, my kids get a chance, if I see them before or after class, they get them, their mom or dad to show me a video. Like, teacher, look at my dance lesson, but also look at my piano lesson. But also, I'm studying French, teacher. Like, I couldn't yeah. handle it. Uh, my mom growing up, like, I feel like I relate to some of these students. Because my mom growing up, especially during the summertime, she'd just buy these workbooks. Mm. And uh, she would be like, all right, um, I know you're going to go outside Like while I'm off at work. You're going to do whatever you're going to do. You're going to take the dog on a walk, but I need you to do... You had a dog? Yeah, I did have a dog. I didn't know that. Yeah, you did. Did I? Yeah. What was the dog's name? Riggs. I didn't know that. Uh, but uh, she would just tell me, you need to do at least five pages like of course your teacher assigned you this reading and it's mm. not anything compared to what our students are doing right but she right, right. had work at home for me sure. to do outside of whatever school assigned reading i had for the summer um but <laughs> like it was never relevant to what we were going to teach this year she was just like teaching me the practice of yeah all right you're gonna learn something today mm. um and what i did learn is that the answers were in the back of the book <laughs> i've never told her that but <laughs> uh, she was so proud of me <laughs> she was so happy for me i feel a little bad for her but at the same time I'm like my friends are outside like i want to go play basketball yeah i want to i don't know just do florida things outside i don't want to be the, in the house reading um this Unassigned. One yeah. of one of my dad's uh, sister, his one of his little sisters, she married a doctor, and they have like eight kids or something. Really? Like they adopted a couple. They like, I think they have like two kids from China, but they have like six kids like on their own. They have a lot of kids. Yeah. Um, and they were visiting one time. I was in like high school, maybe maybe late end middle school, but high. It doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was saying to them, I was like, I was like, guys, like if you can cheat. And pass the class, like, it's basically the same thing as knowing it. Like, the things you're learning aren't important in real life. Like, I knew that in high school. You're telling kids to cheat. I'm not telling them to cheat. Okay. I'm saying if you get caught cheating, that's on you. Like, Mm -hmm. you deserve, like, if you get caught cheating, you shouldn't be like, oh, teacher, you're a jerk. Like, no, just learn how to cheat better. Mm. But if you can cheat and you pass the class, you're doing just as much work as the person actually learned the material. Mm. And he was like, he was like, you know... He was like, I'm not disagreeing with you, but I just don't want you to tell my children those things. That's fair. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, they're your kids, man. I'm like, mm. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. If I had kids, mm, I don't want them to cheat. Like, I under- I want them to understand what it is to learn. I like how but you're like, for the, I like how for the first time out of this whole thing, you're specifically speaking into the mic as if mm. you're speaking to your future children. I'm kids. Listen, <laughs> listen up. up. Listen up. Listen up, Fern Jr. Because <laughs> I'll never say this to you, but if you go back and listen to this podcast, you heard it. I, again, I will never He's say. to it. Yes. If you find this and you hear this on your own. You've heard it from my mouth, but I will never say this to you as you after you come into this earth. Uh, you know, if you hate math and you don't want to be a scientist, you don't want to do something that has to do with math and somehow you can cheat on your math. I don't know, man. Get that B plus. <laughs> but if you can discover the things that you appreciate, the things that you love, like don't mm. cheat on that. Like yeah. if you love English... If you love, uh, I don't know, what are they teaching? If you love history, they're teaching a lot. <laughs> what else they teach in these schools? They teach in these, <laughs> We're just, English teachers. Uh, yeah, is there anything else? Nothing else matters. <laughs> uh, learn how to speak, please. But 
Um, no, if, if there's some area that you're passionate about, something that you love, please don't skip out on that. Because, you know, we don't do math now. No. We don't. Yeah. Well, we do, like, convert... Well, we have an app to convert the money. But we convert you, the money. We do the Celsius transfer. I don't know about you. I do it. I don't do it. You just know Celsius? You know now? what my phone does? No. Both? What do you Fahrenheit mean? Fahrenheit and Celsius. Oh, snap. I don't need to. Man. I don't need to figure that out. I mean, these kids aren't going to need to know Jack. They're gonna be they're gonna be the smartest little dumbasses not knowing a thing, but, but knowing gonna, but knowing so much more than us. Yeah, they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna be so far ahead. I, I was just I was just talking to Rob because you know he's recording he's he just started recording like his own podcast, mm-hmm. but he's using like the setup in Nashville, so he's got like the mics and stuff. And he's like, are you using any kind of mics? And I was like, no, because I was like, I just want to record my friends. I just want to record our conversations, and in the future, our robots will just make it sound better. Yeah, like. Robot if we make producers. it that far. Yeah. Sounds great. It won't be Mark Ruffalo. It won't be Mark Ruffalo? The, the, yeah, I the know brain. who you're talking about. I, this is, for, this is for, for people listening. We were just watching a movie where Mark Ruffalo was a producer. I, I came in at the very end, but yeah, we don't need Mark Ruffalo. We don't, we don't, we just, we need. We need him as the Hulk. We, we, don't, need, we don't need him as a producer. We need QWERTY. You mean like from VeggieTales? Yes. VeggieTales computer, it will sort it all out for us. See, Fern, I just asked you one question from the podcast, and I think we've been talking for only thirty nine minutes. Actually, I thought mm. that was not as long as I thought it'd been. I saw the the one in the thirty five. That's the. I knew it wasn't a minute thirty five. Yeah. No, 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 no. I mm. thought this was the. That's, oh, that's what I was saying. That's I thought the, this that's, was the running time. No, that's the time. And at I night. thought it was frozen. Time was moving insanely input. slow in your uh, mind. No, I you just, were you were on I, one. I thought your phone had a glitch. I'm gonna go whiz if you want to look at the questions and pick one out. All right. Hmm. I'm gonna read a few of these out loud. Go ahead, man. Please fill the air. Um. He thought I was talking to him. I'm talking to you guys. I'm going to read a few of these out loud. If you want to, find me on Instagram, 94fern, 94-F-E-R-N, and you can ask me the question, and I will give you a direct response. But let me read a couple out for you. Uh, what is the hardest you ever laughed? Send me a message. Um, what's something people seem to misunderstand about you? Uh, who's the living person you most admire? That's really tough. Um, what's your guilty pleasure? I'll, I'll say that one right now. There's this show. It's for kids. It's called, uh, I think, Harold and the Purple Crayon. It's like some CBS show. But basically, this kid goes to sleep, and in his dreams, he just draws the world around him. And it sounds like somebody from the Beatles makes the music for the show. It's real beautiful, and my students love it. Um, and Andrew is back with us, so I'm gonna let you pick. I because like I, I have these list of questions because like they're not necessarily easy. Like they are kind of personal mm-hmm. questions, but I figure like. If I stick to, like, the basic format of asking people these questions, they'll get used to it. So, like, because yeah. I don't know, like, you listen to podcasts, right? Yeah. Do you ever... Shout out to Renee Brown, Dare to Lead. Mm-hmm. It is probably the most impactful thing in my life. 
right now that I'm listening that is to. A, that is a big statement. I mean it. I, I, I'm not challenging you on it. I'm just yeah. I'm I'm backing just, you up. I'm just doubling down on it. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, Shout out to Renee Brown. I'm just saying, like, sometimes, like, when I listen to podcasts, I imagine, like, what I would say. Mm-hmm. And so then I, like, I imagine, like, if people are listening to this, and then I ask you, you know, like, what did I ask you for? What's the biggest problem in the world? Mm-hmm. Maybe they don't, like, think the whole answer out, but they at least have, like, an idea. Yeah. So once I ask people these questions, they've already kind of thought about it, even mm-hmm. if they haven't necessarily thought about it on their own, naturally. Yeah. Because, you mean, like, the question, like, what is the biggest problem in the world isn't really a question... Mike and I would Mike and I would have those conversations. Yeah. But I feel like most people don't have like an actual Nobody really ready good to go answer. Questions. Yeah. Or that but I mean I'm friends with you, so I think <laughs> we've we've never like said this is the biggest problem, but we've talked about all yeah. of the problems we mentioned earlier. Alright, pick another number. Um and there's fifteen total? There there's I don't know how many there are. Twelve. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. There's definitely more than fifteen. Okay. Uh, but number twelve. What's something you don't like about other people? This is hard. It's something I think about, but I definitely don't say out loud. Right. Yeah, it's kind of an uncomfortable question to it's, ask. It's kind of odd. I, I, I'm very conscious about <laughs> not just splurting out my opinions because I'm very kind but I was gonna I... say like it feels like an especially rude question to ask you specifically <laughs> because you are so intentional about being kind but like I, I oh, every once in a while I find myself in a situation where I'm like oh, did I say that a lot like I didn't mean it like you know and I have to sure. explain myself but I'm never intentionally rude yeah I agree Unless we're on the basketball court. Well. I might come for your head. Um, what's something I don't like about other people? Huh. That's really hard. Uh, well, I think we've talked about this a lot. When I was younger, like, I didn't really find problems with people, but if somebody was a bully, you know, mm. just finding yeah. problems with others, I, I had the biggest problems with those sorts of people. Yeah. And it's, you know. That is a big thing for you, for sure. Yeah. And, like, we're not in middle school. We're not in high school anymore. Um, in college, I can say we didn't really deal with uh, deal with bullies, but mm. I think what the bully is could be has kind of changed yeah it definitely transforms um so like this is an example mm-hmm. there's this uh woman from my hometown i don't know if i've ever spoken to her in person mm-hmm. but um we follow each other on twitter and a couple a while ago she tweeted that she, at work she had half of her sandwich left and she put it in the work fridge and put her name on it and then somebody ate it and she just tweeted about it, like, what the hell? Why would somebody... It had my name on it. Why would somebody do it? So then she tweeted again today that she had put another half of her sandwich with her name on it, and somebody ate it. And, like, I was just like, oh my gosh. Like, this is like... Like, like for everything going on in the world right now, yeah. like, that shouldn't, like bother me so much but i was just like the fact that you would open the fridge look around see it has someone else's name on it and yeah. eat it is like kind of like it's 
it, I mean, it's fucked up. Yeah. Like, like. Well, nobody eats the boss's lunch. That honestly, I and, had I hadn't even thought about that. But, but that's a they whole. They would eat her lunch. That's a whole. Wow, I hadn't even thought of that aspect. They of know it. her name. They know who she wow. is, and they've gotten away with it once. See, I hadn't even thought of it in like a, in a personal way. I thought of it as like a completely dispersonal. I don't care whose it is. I'm gonna eat it kind of way. But you, maybe no. That's is. that's a that's a. I I think that's a more realistic point. People know wow. whose lunch to not eat. Wow, and that's what bothers me about wow. bullies. People know who not to mess with. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna send this podcast to her specifically to let her know that we're on her side. I I support her, but hey also... Sydney, we we're with you. I didn't mean I didn't mean to cut the knife this deep. Good lord. I, I also support her taking care of business. Uh, it doesn't have to be a violent thing, but oh, pe- people were making suggestions on what she should do for the next sandwich. What should she do? Uh, one person, I won't name names mm-hmm. for the sake of legality, although it's on Twitter, so I mean, yeah. everybody can see it. One person was saying put x lax in the next sandwich. There you go. Uh, one person was saying just throw hands, which, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I say don't throw hands, but x lax go for it. Don't throw uh, hands, throw some Sammies. Throw some just, Sammies. Just throw some sandwiches. Honestly, if you're going to keep eating my lunch, I might just put sand in it, like... <laughs> I don't care if you got it's, you're in Florida, you got the sand. It's not gonna hurt you. If you if you're in Florida you've had sand in your mouth at some point. Yeah. Like just the wind. Wrong day. You're eating sand anyways. But yeah, uh Bullies is what you're saying. Bullies Yeah, that story bothers me. It bothers <laughs> but, me too, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't like bullies. I don't like people who are and I can't even say that all bullies are intentionally trying to put people down. Sure. Like, I think some of it is just, like, a certain lack of awareness of, uh, you know, I can talk down to someone or... Uh, I mean, I, I think... Real quick. Wait, wait, go ahead. Real no, quick. No, no, you go know, ahead. Just, go ahead. just the, the inability to listen as well but like take that information as how to maybe socialize and move forward you know well that's what i was gonna say oh, i was gonna cool. say you know like some bullying is definitely just like i like i want to feel big and powerful i want to make you feel small yeah then there's like like the mixed thing where it's like i don't know where my social standing is mm-hmm. so like i'm gonna like push to be higher by making you be lower and then there's just like the basic like I think we're on the same level. I'm just trying to, like, quote-unquote, have fun with you. But, like, I don't realize you're not having fun. Mm. Because, like, I'm not paying attention enough to how you're responding to this. Yeah. And I think I can fall into that plenty of times. Where I'm just like, we're having fun. We're dicking around. And then it's like, oh, no, I actually hurt that person's feelings. Whoops. 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 And I, I think I've, I think I've, like, I think, <clears throat> I feel like I've improved on it over time not even because i'm just like better at picking up on how people feel yeah i'm just like not even just making those jokes to begin with i'm just like i'm just gonna be safe and not hurt people's feelings <laughs> by just not making jokes at all like just yeah, still, i i i lived with you what was it three years ago yeah and then we lived together last year as well here in Shanghai. Right. like i can say you've definitely changed you still make jokes which I'm glad. If you weren't making jokes, I would I would actually be sad. Like I would wonder if I bullied you out of making jokes. <laughs> but I don't know. You say what you want. Maybe you do recognize people's feelings better. That's more you to know and understand. Like it's changed, which is cool. But 
No, I don't. I don't think you were ever really taking it to like a, a super hurtful place. Um, Which like that, uh, that's what I'm saying. Like it was never really my intention to take it to a hurtful place. Yeah, I just assumed like I love jokes. Mm-hmm. Like jokes at my expense, bring it on. Like I, I and I think there, you can take a joke. I I think um there's I on think on yourself if I crack an egg on your head you might laugh like you'll be all right I think there's I think in some ways I don't know if it's just like a I don't know if it's a Christian thing maybe maybe not but like mm-hmm. you know you know Pete Holmes mm, I know that name but he's he's the Christian comedian he was he did he had crashing on HBO he <sighs> like he loves getting roasted yeah and I feel like getting roasted in some ways is kind of an ego trip at least for me. Because I'm like, this person's really paying attention. Like, yeah. They're paying attention enough to <laughs> accurately roast me. You, you know what I mean? What you mean. And yeah. so, like, when people do it, like, even though, like, maybe it hurts my feelings a little bit, like, uh-huh. just the, like, the glow mm. of, like, oh, they're paying attention. Yeah. Like, drastically outweighs, like, any sort of, like, oh, they called me out on something. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, like, I especially love, I love, like, when somebody calls me out on something, like, that I didn't even realize I was doing. There's, that's the best. I'm like, ooh, yeah, give it, please, please. Mm. And so, like, and since I like it, you know, it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, if you lie to everybody, you assume everybody's lying to you. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, me, it's, like, ooh, yeah, reveal something to me I didn't know and make it a joke. It's the best. Whereas, like, other people are, like, wow, you're revealing something about me which hurts my feelings. And then you're making fun of it. Like, why are you being so rude? And I'm not even, like, I'm not. That's a hard thing to balance because I'm in that boat of, like, <laughs> You can't reveal me so suddenly. Like I'm saying, like, like their thing makes more sense. Like they're like, like I'm like I'm like wow. Like your your response is so much more natural. Mm. My response is like, kind of weird. Mm. It's just way more fun. Like <laughs> I think I I've enjoyed it and I've hated it. But yeah 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 I, I'd I'd rather somebody be like hey. Uh, I need to to tell you something, and then I'll turn it into a joke. Like I, I can't just have a joke immediately. Otherwise, I'm gonna I'm gonna go be bummed about it before I I can recognize it. Of oh, I didn't realize this about myself. Yeah. Like I think, uh, I I had a conversation with uh, my cousin recently about sometime what I can't remember what I said to her, but I I just remember one day. She just snapped on me and said, Anthony, you're kind of being a jerk right now. Mm. And, you know, like, I can believe that I'm a kind of person. Sure. Which is great. Like, whatever. Like, make the effort. But, like, I kind of, I bet on that, like, way too much. Mm. And she was just somebody who, like, called me out, gave me a quick little snap. Didn't really make a joke about it, but she let me know, like, in this moment, this habitual thing that you're doing this part ain't cool right well because it's it's like it's like it's like okay you just crossed the line Uh i'm calling you out immediately Mm -hmm. whereas like if someone makes a joke about it it's like okay wait one you recognized i did something yeah and then two you thought about it enough to make it funny like you know what i mean like you contemplated yeah my misstep like you know what i mean it's it's kind of like like it's, it's 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 like the opposite it's like not the opposite it's the difference between like stabbing someone in the back mm-hmm. and then like stabbing them with like a like a curved dagger. Oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you'd rather be stabbed with a curved dagger. I I appreciate the attention. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
You know what I mean? I'm, that's why I'm saying, like, it, it, for me, like, there is that level of, like, ego involved. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, they had the, they had the thought to stab me with this, like, ornate dagger. I, I saw on Twitter today. Mm-hmm. It was like, it was like a diamond dagger. It was like a clear blade. And they had, they had like, like stone etched like a flower into the hilt. Mm-hmm. And it's like, obviously, no matter what blade you get stabbed with, it's going to hurt. Yeah. But I was like, it'd be so thoughtful to be stabbed with that one. Rather that dagger. <laughs> I mean, like, probably not realistically, but just like in the abstract, you know what I mean? Like, it's. Of it's, you getting stabbed. Right. Mm. You know what I mean? Do it in the best way possible. No, because like the best way possible would be like a surgical knife where they're like removing the tumor from my best like aesthetically for them, not for you. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying like, wow, this person like went through the trouble of getting this very ornate knife to stab me. That's mm. that's so sweet. Like I, I mean okay. something, even if it's hate. Yeah. Like, it's it's ego for sure. Okay then. More power to you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you got another number? Let's do one more. One more. How about you choose, but, uh, yeah, you choose. Okay, I got one. It was the first one my eyes caught on, and I feel like you would have something good to say about it. What's an overrated positive trait? An overrated positive trait? Right. Something people generally are like, oh, like, this is a good thing, blah, 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 blah. But it's like, it's really not that big of a deal. Or it's overrated or not really that important. In mm. your opinion. Only because I'm living in China. Mm. This is like a strictly me living in China. I feel like as soon as I go back to Florida, uh, I'm going to go back to this thing. But doi, doi, doi. Holding the door open for people mm. when both of their arms are free, you know, they're more than capable. Mm. And when we're walking through the metro, we're in a rush or like just you know, moseying around our daily life. Like, mm. I'm not going to lie. I spend a lot of time looking over my shoulder. And like, if somebody's in that five to six foot radius, that's like a decision moment. And yeah. then if they're beyond that, uh, I'm not going to hold the door, but, you know, really, at two to three feet, they can handle it. Right. If it's a mom and her kid and she's got a bag or something, I don't mind that. But somebody recently gave me a hard time about that. And I'm like, I guess it's just a habit that, like, I haven't kept up with here. I haven't really needed to, you know. Um, But just to throw, yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that. Well, that's a hard question to answer, but that's that's just, you know, in Florida, I'm going to go back to holding doors. Right, and, exactly. Well, because it, it's just the cultural context is different. Like, yeah. it's not like, no, like, if you don't do it in Florida, people are like, that guy was kind of rude. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, if you do it, they're kind of like, that was kind of weird that yeah. that guy did that. And if you don't do it, they think literally nothing of it. Yeah. Um, that was like, um, Marge and I were on a, it was like our, like, second or third date. Like, mm-hmm. it, was, it was, we weren't, like, boyfriend and girlfriend yet. And, um, we went to the bookstore and I bought like two books and I didn't have a bag. So I put my books in her bag. Yeah. So we left the bookstore, we went and got dinner and then we were leaving dinner, uh, to, to go to the next place. And I was like, Hey, do you want me to carry your bag? Like my books are in your bag. Like, yeah. And she was like, now you ask me. 
And I was like, what? And she was like, she was like, why didn't you ask to carry my bag before? And I was like, well, like in the American context, like I would never touch a woman's bag. Like, like I just got yelled at so many times, like just for like touching women's bags. It's mm-hmm. like, that's their, that's their private area. Like that's yeah. where they keep their things. You don't touch it. And so just the idea of even just saying, like, give me your bag. Yeah. Like, that's literally, like, what people that are robbing them do. They're like, give me your bag. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, for me as the date to be like, give me your bag. Like, no, of course not. But she's like, no, you should carry my bag. Like, that, like that's what you should do. You should offer you know, to do it. I, I see that all the time. Like, yeah, Chinese, well, just here in China, like, Chinese guys and their Chinese girlfriends always holding their girlfriend yeah back. only but I like never more see, often than not i never yeah. see it with foreigners right and you are dating a chinese girl so it's true yeah well and, and so that's like and that's why like um like we'll be we'll be out and about yeah and like i never like it's never like i like i see her mm-hmm. and then i'm like okay i should carry her back It'll be like 30, 40 minutes in, and I'll be like, oh, crap. <laughs> I'll be like, can I carry your bag? And she's like, yes. You carry it whether you have something in there or not? At this point, that's that's what I... I would say, like, honestly, like, half the time I ask her if she wants me to carry it, she says no. Uh-huh. Usually the only time that she'll give it to me is if we've been walking for a while. And I think it's more just about, like, sharing the load than it is about, like, the cultural context of it. Because mm. I explained, like, the cultural difference, and she was like, that totally makes sense. I get it. So she's not, like, mad about it. Yeah. But now it's basically just, like, if we're going to walk, you know, 10 minutes to the metro and then 10 minutes uh. off the metro, she wants me to carry it 10 minutes out of it. I mean, she's only walking that way because of you. It's true. She, yeah, mm. she wouldn't be doing any of it if it wasn't for me. Yeah. Well, yeah. fair enough. Yeah, it seems like I'm happy to do it. Um, but it is definitely just one of those cultural things yeah. where it's like, if I didn't ask questions, I wouldn't get answers. Yeah. But dude, I think it's about that time. We're, we're five Whoa. seconds away from an hour. We made it. We made it.